It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder made a statement in their final game before the All-Star break and control a play-in spot. I'm here to tell you why in the second half, the Thunder are going to keep a play-in spot on the Locked On Thunder podcast. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com on today's show. Brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting, fan, by visiting FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. We're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder making a statement in their win over the Houston Rockets and going into the All-Star break, they control a play-in spot and why you should feel confident in them keeping a play-in spot as this season progresses. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We are talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms so you never miss an episode. We're going to dive into all of this right now. So the Thunder dominate the Houston Rockets on Wednesday night, 133-96. to An absolute onslaught is the headline on NPA.com heading into the All-Star break. The Thunder saw Lou Dort, Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, SGA. They saw um, Dario Saric all getting double figures. Uh, there was multiple players with nine points, like Jeremiah Robinson Earl had nine. Jay Will had eight. Like you know, they, they were just all fantastic. And when you score 133 points, everybody's going to have to score. Uh, it was awesome. But this is the kind of win that you get if you want to be a playing team. Playing teams win these kind of games. You just got beat on Monday against the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, and. You fell down 20 points in that game. You clawed back and you, and you lost because you couldn't hit the shot at the buzzer, a miraculous shot by Isaiah Joe. And you could have let that spiraled into another loss here on Wednesday because, hey, you know, you're looking ahead to the weekend. You're looking ahead to all-star break. You're looking ahead to getting, you know, seven days off this upcoming week. And instead of doing that, this team locked in. And Mark talked after the game about how impressed he was with this team's focus and with this team's ability to stay locked in. And that's what playing teams do. So right now, 
as the Thunder sit in possession of 10th place in the NBA, and right now if the season ended at the All-Star break, they would be in the postseason, okay? I would like you to go around the NBA. And between now and seven days from now, whenever they play the Utah Jazz, take some time, go around the NBA. Look at everybody's resume that's in contention for the 10th seed, the 9th seed, the play-in tournament. Take their organization's name off of it and the preconceived notions you had about that team way back in October. And ask yourself, who has a better resume? Who has a better a better outlook on this season than Oklahoma City? And if we were to switch some of these teams' names with Oklahoma City, how much better we'd feel and more certain we'd feel about them. We wouldn't be going, ah, oh, well, you know, they could always fall back. They could always, uh, you know, go back to the top of the lottery standings. They could always uh, slide down, Right. I think that we do that mostly because mostly because of our preconceived idea of what this team was going to be, of our expectations of what this team was going to be. Whereas with other teams like, you know, let's say the Lakers, we're always saying, you know, well, you know, they're they're a, a hot week away from being right back in it. This Thunder team is in it. This Thunder team is going to make the play in, I think. I think that they're going to make the play in. I think they're going to finish out this next half of the season, I know mathematically it's not the second half, but you know, it's a good barometer of like before all-star break, post-all-star break. And this was a staple for that season. To not overlook Houston, to get this win against the team that's had your number recently. You know, you're 2-2 you're two two this season against the Rockets now. Now the two wins that you've gotten against the Rockets are by dominating fashion, but 2-2 two and two nonetheless. And you know, dating back to 2020, they've had your number. You know, to get this win, given the circumstances, is massive. And it's all right in front of you now. It's all right in front of you. You're going to have your shot at Utah right out of the break. You're going to play them four times. You're going to have your shot at the Lakers again. You've already beat them once. Can you beat them two more times? You're going to have your shot at all these teams you're playing against. You already have the tiebreaker against Portland. It's like, check, check one box, done. But it's all set up for them. So after the All-Star break, whenever this team returns to Salt Lake City from the All-Star break, after the All-Star break, if they take care of Utah four times, you know, in in the the next half of the season, then they're in. So the biggest game of the season will be their next game. I guess the Utah Jazz. And I think that if you looked at those two teams and where they're at right now, I think that most people would take Oklahoma City in that matchup. And I think that they showed you in this game against Houston that they're a playing team, even though Houston's not a good team, even though you know it got to a point where you can't really evaluate the, the ins and outs of the organization from a game like that where just everything's going your way and nothing's going to the opponent's way. But a lot of that was just due to how good the Thunder played to squeeze the life out of Houston early and to really nip this game in the bud. Like, this game could have gone a billion different ways. You could have won, lost by overlooking them. You could have sleepwalked and then eventually regained consciousness and eventually uh, regained a lead and won. Uh, you could have gotten a nice win, but you went and dominated this game from start to finish. Just absolutely dominated. And that's a testament to the coaching staff, the players, and the future of this team. So who out there has a better resume than OKC? Like, forget what we thought about every team in October. Right now, based on how they've played to this point in the season, 
who has declared themselves better than Oklahoma City in that play-in chase? Who do you trust more in that play-in chase than Oklahoma City for the post-All-Star break push? We'll talk about that coming up, but first, I want to tell you right now, about a good friends over at FanDuel, FanDuel Sportsbook, go check them out, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. It's the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 whenever you check out FanDuel. That's a bonus bet back of your first bets if they do not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to the point spread to who will score the most points in this game, who will hit the most three-pointers in this game. You know, they have player props. They have everything that you want over there at FanDuel. You can go right now. So check it out, FanDuel.com. Let's go together. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And from there, you can pop open the NBA tab and bet on the Bucks and Bulls game. You know, the, the Bucks are seven-point favorites against Chicago. You can... Even bet on the All-Star game. So Team Giannis is plus two. Team LeBron is minus two. Interesting you can already bet on that whenever we don't quite know the teams yet because they're going to draft them in Salt Lake City. But you can bet on who you think will be All-Star MVP. And why not go check out Shea's odds? Shea's odds are plus 1,900. So if you believe that Shea will have a great game off the bench for whomever drafts him, you can check that out as well. The regular season Rookie of the Year award uh, you can see Paulo Bencaro is the is the favorite. Uh, J Dub is plus eighteen thousand to win Rookie of the Year. If you want to uh, if you want to see what all that's about, Shea is second in most improved player behind Laurie Marketing. Shea is at plus one forty. So go check out at fanduelcom slash done and bet on both regular season games, on the All Star break, on prop bets for the rest of the season, award bets uh, over there. Fanduel.com. Go there right now, Fanduel.com slash LockedOn to receive that no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to Fanduel.com slash LockedOn to learn more, make every moment more with the official sports partner of the NBA and the LockedOn Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and LockedOn NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms so you never miss an episode, including on YouTube, including on uh, every other podcatcher that you can think of. SGA dropped 29 points in this one on 50% shooting from the floor, grabbed two rebounds, six assists, two blocks, uh, in this game for SGA, he was electric. He was exactly what you want your star to be. Josh Giddy, good in this game. 13 points on 50% shooting, three rebounds, six assists, a steal, a block, only two turnovers. And he, in 24 minutes, had a lot of strong drives and finishes. And this is a game where, too, you, know, you can flip this around. Shea played under 30 minutes. J Dub played, I mean, I'm sorry, Josh Giddy played under 30 minutes. So did J Dub, so did J Will. These guys played under 30 minutes. Nobody on this team got 30 minutes or more. So that kind of that kind of extends your all-star break in a way, uh, if, if you want to think of it that way. 
because you didn't have to exert these guys and, and, and run them down to the ground before the All-Star break. But Shea and Giddy were awesome. And they both played well, and they both had some really good highlights and both had some really good moments, uh, especially for Josh Giddy scoring at the rim. But one of the players that stole the show was Jay Will. So remember a couple games ago against the Rockets, you know, the last one that they played in the Toyota Center, how the Houston Rockets just dominated the offensive glass, and specifically uh, Tari Eason just dominated the, the, the offensive glass and and really put, on, put an embarrassing showing on the Thunder uh, because of the way he was able to just continue to extend possessions. Well, Jay Will, in 25 minutes, got 15 defensive rebounds. He got 15 defensive rebounds, plus an offensive rebound for 16 rebounds total. He also got two steals. He also drew three offensive fouls. Well, a plus 15 in this game. Everyone's plus minus is crazy in this game. It was a plus 15 in this game, scored eight points with two threes. Jay Will is a true weapon on that defensive end. Not only because of his ability to do what he did with 15 defensive rebounds and, and eat up space with his body and his frame and, and, and his boxing out ability, uh, but also when he's drawing offensive fouls, that's huge. And you're seeing him get better and better as the season progresses, as the season continues at walling up without fouling. Now he had three fouls in this game in 25 minutes. But if you remember back on like New Year's Eve, whenever he kind of got his uh, run against Joel Embiid, the first time around, he had like four minutes. He had like four fouls like in, I believe I was like the same 25, 20 minutes uh, in that game. You know, four or five fouls even. He's always been on the verge of fouling out uh, at the at the major at the at the start of him getting majority minutes uh, or or like rotational minutes, and that's been cut way down. That's been cut dramatically over the course of this season as it's, as it's gone on. And then Jadab continues to be fantastic. Like the, the, there there are few things that you can say about Jadab that has not been said already. Like Jalen Williams, thirteen points, seventy one percent from the floor, one for two from three. Four rebounds, two assists, a steal. Like, J-Dub is such a polished and mature rookie that you cannot overstate his value. You cannot overstate the winning impact that he makes on this team. So he was awesome. Like, three, you know, four of your five starters were incredible. And then Lou Dort was also good. Still wanted to see that shot come back around. Now, this is, this is two straight games of not shooting from three very well, but he did shoot at the rim very well, and you know, inside the arc very well, shooting 55% from the floor, but just one for five from three-point land, which was all of his misses. So he didn't miss inside the arc. Went four for four at the, at the free throw line, three rebounds, three assists, a steal, and 15 points. Ludor played a good game. He played a good game. But again, you want to see him get that three-point shot back around to where it was before the injury, that's standard practice. You know, it, it, it'll come back to him. I think it'll get his legs back under him here, especially after the All-Star break, because since December, he'd been shooting 40% from three. So I think that he's going to heat back up uh, once once the All-Star break is over and once he's back in the swing of things. But the starting lineup played really, really well, and, and they are, by and large, the reason why you got this win, the reason why you were able to... Um, the reason why you were able to pull away from the Houston Rockets because they simply outclassed the Houston Rockets starting five. They just outclassed them, especially in meaningful minutes. KJ Martin, non-factor. Jalen Green, non-factor, got hurt. 
uh, in this game with that groin injury. Hopefully he's all right, and hopefully he'll be all, he'll be available, you know, for the weekend, and you can enjoy the All Star weekend as well. But Shagun, non-factor, like did not play fantastic. Jabari Smith, I, I, I mean, fifteen points on fifty percent is probably some of his best uh, work in Houston, especially two for four from three. But you know, how much of that came when the game was already out of hand? I mean, there were there were moments where. He wasn't even being guarded at the three-point line, which, which is what his calling card was um, back in the pre-draft process. And so you outclass the Houston Rockets, and you're supposed to outclass the Houston Rockets. They did what they were supposed to do. The Thunder took care of business. But how often have we said, over the lifetime of this franchise, but especially you know right now, like, oh, this team didn't take care of business. This team overlooked this opponent. This Thunder team just, you know, could not rise to that occasion, could not could not put a, a worse team than them away. They played down to their competition. They played up to their competition. Like, we say those words about this Thunder team, about the, about the Thunder teams of the past a lot. And so they do deserve their props for taking care of business against the Houston Rockets. They do deserve their, their credit for that, even though Houston is not a great team. Dario Sarch got his debut. And did it excellently, shooting four for six from the floor, one for three from three. His first bucket was a putback layup, so he got his first rebound and points right out of the shoot with five rebounds total for him, a steal, and 12 points. He was a plus 10 in this matchup with 14 minutes of action. Uh, Darius Arch is going to be a nice fit, and I said that the deadline. You can go back and listen to the trade deadline podcast that I did last Friday to, to recap what I think about Darius Arch and this move and how he fits in OKC. Uh, but he was really good against Houston. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, after a uh, really bad game against the Pelicans in his first NBA game back, he bounced back in a massive way. Three for four, shooting from the floor. Uh, three rebounds, nine points. Like, that's really good work in 18 minutes for him. Uh, played better defense, I think. Moved, moved his feet better uh, defensively in this game for OKC. And Trey Mann pulled double duty with Aaron Wiggins. So Wiggins played nearly 10 minutes. Trey Mann did play 10 minutes uh, after playing for the Blue earlier in the afternoon. Wiggins scored six points, four for four from the from the free throw line, one for one from the floor, and two rebounds. Uh, Trey Mann played ten minutes, went one for three from three, and one for four overall uh, on his way to four points because he went one for two at the uh, at the charity stripe as well. And then the, you, you got some run for Eugenio Murray, which is good to see because he had that ankle sprain on Monday. And Lindy Waters, two for seven from three, six points. Uh, you got got some burn as well. This was an all-out, like, everyone got to play. Everybody got to uh, got, got to shake the rust off heading into uh, heading into the All-Star break. And everyone got to play well. We'll talk about how the Thunder won this game coming up. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, check out the Game to Game podcast. Make every moment and, and, and recap every moment from the association from the night before, including the top performances, 
uh, the great results on the Lockdown Game to Game podcast. It covers every game from across the NBA with local breakdowns that only Lockdown can deliver. Follow Game to Game Lockdown uh, NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast from. That's Game to Game Lockdown NBA. And in this game against Houston, the Thunder were excellent. They were just excellent. They once led by 42 points. They had two lead changes, uh, two times tied. The Rockets' biggest lead was one point way back in like the fifth, five minutes into the game or whatever it was for Houston to have that one-point lead. The Thunder win, 133-96. They out-rebound Houston 49-47. to uh, They forced 17 turnovers. The Thunder did have 10 turnovers, though. Uh, the Thunder... Shot 48% from the floor, 26% from three, and 85% at the free throw line. While the Rockets shot 33%, 27%, and 68%. The Thunder dominate points in the paint, 64 to 38. Uh, Houston wins second chance points, 20 to 14. And the Thunder dominate fast break points in a plus 10 in that category for this contest. Um, it, it, it's just, it's awesome to see this Thunder team uh, go to work in this game. They only made nine three-pointers, but still... Uh, were dramatically better than Houston and still dominates Houston on the scoreboard because Houston only made 10 three-pointers uh, on 37 attempts uh, for for themselves. What a game it was. And, and again, I know you can be saying to yourself, it's the Houston Rockets. What does it matter? It's just Houston Rockets. But this was a, a take-care-of-business type of game. We all get to head to Salt Lake City now, riding a high, feeling good, and with the Thunder here in control of a playoff spot. That's pretty freaking cool. Like, that's pretty awesome for OKC. It is. So let me know in the comment section down below on YouTube what you think this season will end as, like how you think this season will end, and will they make the play-in, how this will go after the All-Star break. Let me know also in the in the comments down below what you're most excited for in the All-Star uh, break and in, in the All-Star festivities this weekend. Uh, we'll be in Salt Lake City, hopefully to have some great content on YouTube shorts and everything. Uh, hopefully to have some great podcasts to come from this. Uh, and also check out social media at Styles on Twitter as well. The MVP of this game, it's hard to give it out because so many players played well. Let's go Jay Will because SGA gets a ton of it. We talk a ton about Jay Dub. We talk a ton about Josh Giddy. But Jay Will was really special in this game, played really well, and deserves at least some credit, at least some way we can give him his flowers. So let's do that in this way on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. So until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.